And greetings, listeners. Welcome to the Heal the Sick Podcast. Million here with you, M-I-L-L-I-A-N from Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. Saint City now. Used to be sin, now it's saint. I'm sing to it personally. That's right. How's everybody doing out there? Thank you for joining us here on the program. Again, um, my name is Million. I'm a licensed minister through John G. Lake Ministries at jglm.org. If you'd like to know more kind of my background and training. And uh, here on the Heal the Sick podcast, we have the opportunity to speak with amazing, I mean amazing, men and women of God who have told us incredible stories, shared off-the-charts testimonies, and just inspiring lessons. And that's just what the show is about. It's about putting the goodness of God on display, which is what this ministry here has been commissioned to do, and that is what we're doing. Today's guest is just going to continue another link in this chain of just amazing coming our way. This guest today has been requested by several of the listeners of the show, and he has been kind enough to join us, and uh, he's a real busy guy. Um, This gentleman is just average guy. He is a paramedic, and he's in the area of divine healing. And on the show in the past, we've talked about the lines that get blurred between the medical profession and the divine healing area. So today's guest, you know him as Praying Medic. He's joining us today from Phoenix, Arizona. PM, as I'm going to call you, how are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing good. Thanks, Million, for uh, having me on the show. It's uh, it's a pleasure to be here, and uh, I hope I'm able to inspire and encourage people uh, with some testimonies today. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. I'm just feeling it already. So, PM, would you please give us a testimony, tell us a huge story, something big, profound, something that sticks with you? Go ahead, light our audience up. What do you got? Yeah, I'd love to. This is actually one of my favorite, uh, I think, favorite all-time testimonies. Um. It happened about, I don't know, three years ago, I think. I was um, called to do a transport of a gentleman who was a Muslim, actually. And um, he was seen in a, in a local hospital, a small hospital, for uh, an active GI bleed. He had been filling the toilet with blood for about three days before he came into the hospital. Um, they did an evaluation on him, and his hematocrit and hemoglobin were critical. He'd almost bled to death. So he was really, really sick. Um, they did a transfusion of six units of blood uh, in him by IV prior to calling us to transport him to another hospital where he was going to have surgery. So um, I got to know him, and uh, we got him in the ambulance. And uh, <clears throat> while I was transporting him, I sort of did a quick introduction, got to know him a little bit. And, and I really liked him. He's a very nice guy. I, I can't remember his name, but um, I think in my blog story, I just referred to him as Michael. So we were talking, and um, I asked him if I could pray with him. And I was a little bit skeptical that he would allow me to pray with him. But he said, sure, yeah, you could pray for me. So I said, what's bothering you the most right now? And he said uh, he had a a really bad headache, just excruciating. So I said, hey, well, let's just get rid of that headache. So I placed my hand on his forehead, and I just commanded the headache to leave in Jesus' name. And uh, it started out at about a 9 out of 10 in severity. After I prayed the first time, it went down to about a 7 out of 10. So it was a little bit better. So uh, I said, well, let's just pray again. So I put my hand on his forehead. I commanded the pain to leave again in Jesus' name. And I said, how do you feel now? And he goes, I feel, still feel better. It's about a 5. 
So I said, cool, well, let's just get rid of it completely. So I put my hand on his forehead. You know, in Jesus' name, I command this headache to leave. And uh, I think it was the third time. I said, so how do you feel now? He goes, well, my headache's completely gone. <laughs> so I said, cool, man, Jesus just healed you. So um, he looked at me and goes, he goes, you're a Christian, aren't you? And I said, yeah, I am. And he said, well, let me tell you who Jesus is. You Christians think that Jesus, you know, is God. But I'm. But you have to realize that even the Bible says no man has seen God at any time. But Jesus was seen by thousands of people. So how could he be God if the Bible says no man has ever seen God? So I said, look, man, I, I don't want to argue theology with you. I just want to get you healed because you're like you're really sick. So let's, can I just, you know, your headache's gone. Can I pray for you? Again, I would just want to get your the bleeding healed. So uh, he said, sure, that's cool. So um, I just placed my hands on his abdomen and started just commanding the blood vessels in his abdomen to be healed, commanded the bleeding to stop in Jesus' name. And uh, I just prayed over him for a few minutes. And... Um, Uh, oh, I remember asking about his kidneys because he was um, he was diagnosed with high blood pressure when he was 15 years old. He developed kidney failure when he was 18 and went on dialysis and had his first stroke when he was 21 years old and was in a coma for two weeks. So he was telling me about this um, before we transported him. And uh, I said, hey, you know what? Let's get your kidneys healed so you don't need dialysis anymore. And... Uh, I, then I told him a story about Bonnie Jones, who had this dream where she went up into heaven, and she was taken into this warehouse in heaven that had all kinds of body parts in it, hearts, lungs, mm-hmm. kidneys, stuff like that. And I told him about this story where she, where the angels told her, these are body parts that you can pray, and we'll put these body parts in people. And uh, so I prayed for him to have new kidneys, and I prayed just that angels just put new kidneys in him. Well, he looks at me, and he goes, i got to tell you something. And I said, what? He goes, when I was 21 years old and I had a stroke, they told me I was unconscious for two weeks, but I wasn't unconscious. I was in one of those warehouses, and there was somebody with me. They were talking to me the whole time for two weeks. There was an invisible person. They were there talking to me. They told me I was going to be okay and I was safe, but that it wasn't my time to go, and I had to come back to Earth, and I had more things to do. (laughs) So I said, do you know who that was that was talking to you? And he said, no. And I said, does any of your any of your Islamic teachers tell you anything about that? He said, no, nobody understands anything like that. And I said, well, I can tell you who it was. It was the Holy Spirit. Um, I said, it could have been Jesus, except that when most people see Jesus in in the heavens, they see uh, him as a, as a man. But when you see this, you have this invisible being with you, it's typically the Holy Spirit. And he's called the comforter because he comforts us. So what he was doing there was he was comforting you and giving you encouragement and let you know everything was going to be okay. So I got to teach him about the Holy Spirit for the rest of the transport. And uh, we ended up dropping him off in the ICU. Um, so this was such an interesting story for me. Um, I decided I wanted to follow up with him. So uh, two days after I transported him, I went back to the hospital where we dropped him off at. And I went to the ICU, and I asked uh, if he was still there. And they said, yeah, he's here, but we're going to be discharging him in about 20 minutes. He's going home. So they said, you can go in. So I went into his room, and uh, he recognized me right away. He goes, hey, man, it's the praying medic. How you doing, buddy? I said, hey, I'm doing good. How you doing? He goes, you're not going to believe it. 
And I said, what? He goes, they didn't find any bleeding. He said, they, awesome. they, they did endoscopy on me. They did more CAT scans. They did all these tests. And they couldn't believe it. They could not find any bleeding anywhere. So they made me stay here for a couple of days just to sort of observe me and check, make sure nothing was going on. But, yeah, I'm going home. He goes, I said, Jesus healed you. He goes, yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he says, I want, you, I want you to do one more thing, man. I want you to pray for my kidneys again. So uh, I prayed for his kidneys to be healed, and that was a very, very, it was a very interesting transport for me because it kind of broke down some of the mental barriers and uh, assumptions I had about Muslims. And, I, you know, the funny thing was I really took a liking to this guy. He was a very lovable guy. He was really cool, and he was very open to prayer. And I did not realize how much Muslims like to pray. Um, they're they're very devout people of prayer, and I would just encourage people: if you're afraid of praying, you know, with Muslims, don't be, because they love to pray. Mm-hmm. And I would also encourage people: don't get involved in debates about theology with them. Just you know, all I had to do was release the healing power of the kingdom of heaven, and that made a believer out of him. I think I, I don't know what happened to him ultimately, but I, I would imagine that started on a road to discovering the real Jesus, the real Holy Spirit. So it was a pretty cool testimony. That's great. And and uh, you hit on the point I was just going to say, too, is that it is very easy to get into theological debates, not only with people of different faiths, but also kind of as Christians amongst ourselves. It, I can go on Facebook right now and pick a fight with just about anyone if I really wanted to. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you are absolutely right. And I always go back to, um, you know, uh, first Corinthians four twenty. you know, the kingdom's not about words. It's about power. And that's, and yeah, what you have exactly. to do is demonstrate it. And, and after it's done, then we, then we'll talk after that's yeah, done. When, when you demonstrate the power of God, the, the the reality of the Holy Spirit, and the love and the compassion of Jesus, it it ends the debate. Totally. It does. Like when they get healed, you're like, okay, explain that. Exactly. <laughs> and and you know, so listeners, you want to end the debate? That's how you do it. Just bring the heat, show it to them, and then let them figure it out for themselves. Not only does that end the debate, but this also ends our first segment. We are up against our first break. So uh, we are with Praying Medic today from Phoenix, Arizona, a paramedic just operating in the divine healing area and uh, just an amazing story we just heard. When we come back from our break, we're going to hear about his background, his experience, and a uh, book project he has going on. So we're excited for that. This is Million here on the Heal the Sick podcast presented by Dominion Fire Church. Las Vegas, Nevada. Keep it locked right here. Thank you for listening to the Heal the Sick podcast presented by Dominion Fire Church. Our ministry is growing and we would like to ask you to grow along with us. Currently, we are in need of financial support and we are asking friends, listeners, and followers to help crowdfund this ministry on a monthly basis. If this program has blessed or inspired you, please help us to produce more and more episodes by becoming a monthly supporter of $5, $10, or whatever amount is in your heart to give. Your contribution helps us produce more programs, help the sick get healed, and also support Christian outreaches overseas. Please visit www.dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter for details and how to get started. Again, that's dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter. We thank you for your generosity and support. Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. Listen. 
listeners, we are back here on the Heal the Sick Podcast. Million here with you. M I double L I A N is a presentation of Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. And uh, you can check us out at dominionfire.com, not only for uh, this one, but for several others we have archived in a podcast form. And you'll also find our work on iTunes, website, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. And I'll give you the details later on. But uh, lots of shows, not only done previously, but we got many, many, many more to go. So keep hanging with us and please spread the word. Let people know we're out here. Joining us on the program today, Praying Medic, a paramedic from the Phoenix, Arizona area, was uh, highly requested for our show here today. And uh, operating in the area of divine healing, not only as just the average guy, as he says, but also as a medical professional, which is a fascinating uh, combination of two things that should should, with quotes, should be diametrically opposed to each other. But this guy's making it work. So, PM, would you please tell us your background, your experience, how you got into this, how it all came together? Yeah. Um, I've been a, in the EMS since I was 21 years old. Um, I worked in a factory for a few years and figured out that wasn't for me. And uh, my mother was actually an EMT, a volunteer EMT. She was back in 1981. And uh, she suggested that I go to EMT school because she thought I would like it. And uh, I I did, and she was right. So I actually uh, am following in my mother's uh, footsteps. (laughs) Um, So I've I've worked in all different kinds of situations. I've worked as a fire paramedic, a flight paramedic. I've worked for private ambulance services and hospitals and whatnot. Um, Kind of done a lot of different things over the years. Uh, Back in about 2008, uh, I was actually on... Uh, August 8th, 2008. Um, I had never, I had not had a dream for about 25 years. Pretty much my whole adult life, I'd never had a dream. Uh, on on 8808, uh, my wife prayed over me one night to have dreams after she had gone to a uh, dream interpretation workshop. And that night I had a dream, uh, first one I had in years. And in the dream, it was, I guess it was actually more like a visitation. Um, God came to me and said, I'm going to show you what is wrong with your patients. And when you pray with them, I'll heal them. And in in this visitation, he showed me a bunch of images that were sort of like x-rays or CAT scans where he showed me diseased lungs and healthy ones and diseased you know, stomachs and healthy ones and different diseased body parts. And he asked me to show, tell him what I saw in each image. Hmm. And then I just saw sort of a, a, um, a bunch of different images of myself praying in hospitals and in ambulances and on the streets with people. Well, since that night in August of 2008, uh, God has probably given me about 200 dreams just about healing. Wow. Uh, and in the dreams, so some of the, many of the dreams were situations where I saw myself praying for people. But in a lot of the dreams, God was revealing keys to healing and sometimes deliverance that I didn't understand. So he's been teaching me about the keys to releasing healing uh, for about five years. And um, I was very reluctant. At the t- in 2008, I didn't even believe in healing. I didn't believe God healed people. I'd actually had a little argument with my wife a couple of months earlier because she did believe in healing and I didn't. And then a few months later, God shows up in a dream and says, mm. okay, yeah, well, let's get this straightened out. I am healing people, and you're going to do it. <laughs> you had to sit down with the boss. <laughs> yeah, that was, it was a come-to-Jesus meeting. Totally. So um, it's been interesting since then. I, you know, Over the next six months after I had this dream, 
I started praying for people. I was really reluctant, and I didn't know what I was doing, and I was begging God to heal people, and nobody was getting healed, and I was, I, I just didn't understand what was going on. Fortunately, that was about the time uh, Pete Cabrera and Tom Fisher and Todd White and those guys were putting out videos uh, on street healing. So I started watching their videos, and then I saw, you know, Todd White's out there commanding people's wrists to be healed and commanding shoulder pain to leave, and I'm looking at that going, you got to be kidding me. You can do that? That's that's legal? I didn't know that. Nobody told me you could, like, command things to be healed. So uh, I started doing that. I just started commanding pain to leave, commanding shoulders healed, commanding this to be healed and stuff in Jesus' name. And lo and behold, people started getting healed. Um, that was just, I mean, I, it took about a year for me to sort of get through the process of getting my mind renewed to my identity in Christ and understanding how to release the power of God and how to release healing, you know, words of knowledge and things like that. But uh, that's sort of how things transitioned. And and uh, interestingly enough, all these dreams that I had, I started writing Facebook notes based on the dreams that God was giving me about healing. And, uh, you know, I wrote one on deliverance, wrote one on healing 101, kind of the basics of healing, wrote one on um, <clears throat> recording uh, the testimony. God gave me a a dream about how important it is for us to record testimonies of healing and many other different subjects. Um, and so I started writing all these notes and posting them, and I was getting a lot of positive feedback. And after I had written about 20 of these notes on Facebook, people started telling me, look, you need to write a book. Put this stuff together and write a book because people need to know this information. So about, about two and a half, three, probably three years ago, I started kind of earnestly gathering the notes together and creating chapters. And uh, right now we have the manuscript for the book finished. Most of the editing is done, and we've got one more chapter to finish the editing on, and we should be getting this book published uh, within the next month. Uh, the book is called Divine Healing Made Simple, and it's, um, it's 28 chapters long, but it covers everything from a biblical basis for healing to deliverance, words of knowledge, Raising the Dead, um, uh, a lot of other things, too. Um, it's, I'm really excited about the book. Um, it's, uh, it's a combination of a lot of work, but I think it's going to bless a lot of people when it comes out. And uh, when are you looking at as a release date for that? We're not exactly sure yet. Um, we're, the cover art is coming along. We've, we've, like I said, we've almost got the manuscript finished. We're self-publishing it uh, through Amazon. And it'll be available on my website, uh, prayingmedic.com. Okay. I'm anticipating that we'll, we hope to have it out in, in a month's time, so uh, early December maybe, okay. um, ballpark. Um, I'll, I'll let people know when it comes out. It'll be on Facebook and on my blog, and we'll make announcements and be giving a lot of uh, a lot giving away a lot of free copies of the book and stuff. Excellent. So uh, a couple minutes left in our segment here. There's a, a, a topic that's um, one that's a very interesting to me, and I have alluded it, to it uh, earlier in the show here. Um, as a medical professional dealing with divine healing, two areas that are you know kind of almost not real complementary with each other, how do you operate in both at the same time? Tell us about what that's like in, in that role. Yeah, it can be very difficult because I have to provide uh, patient care that you know meets all the standard patient care and protocols. I have protocols to, to follow. I have uh, documentation and reports and things I have to write. In addition to trying to fit into my short, sometimes really short transports, um, time for prayer. 
Sometimes it's just my, my prayer ends up being a 30 seconds at the end of the transport just before we unload the patient. Hey, by the way, uh, can I pray for you? And literally as I'm, you know, disconnecting them from stuff and getting them ready to roll them out of the ambulance. Um, other times, if it's a long transport, I'll get into a very long, detailed discussion with people praying for them for different things. Um, I do a lot of counseling, especially in the last year, I've been doing a lot of counseling with mental health patients who are suffering depression, suicide, you know, things like that. Um, God has been giving me more dreams about um, healing people with mental illness, and that that is quite a challenge. Um, I've, I've found that, surprisingly, there's a lot of people that are open to healing in the healthcare profession. Nurses and doctors, a lot of them are open to it. A lot of them have read the books and are finding research that supports the idea that divine healing actually works. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot more medical research coming out to sort of support that. So I think we're getting uh, some increased favor in that area, and I think the um, people are being a little more open-minded about it. And most of the patients, like literally 99% of the people that I've asked to pray with over the years, have been welcome to receive prayer, even atheists and agnostics. Mm-hmm. You know, when they're <clears throat> typically when people are in a, in a very dire situation where they're facing, you know, possibly a heart attack or a stroke or something like that. They'll look at you and go, look, I don't even believe in God, but if you think he'll heal me, go for it. (laughs) (laughs) Because they know that a lot of times man's wisdom, medicine isn't going to help them. Or if if it is going to help them, it's going to help them a little bit. So in times like that, people are sort of vulnerable. And what I, what I, what I really try to do is I try to focus more on healing people than converting them to Christianity or proselytizing people. Um, I'd really try to walk the line and really sort of focus on just getting them healed and getting them feeling better and not, you know, preaching to them because preaching in medicine is not really well accepted, but I think healing is. Yeah, without a doubt, it's um, in, in that sense, it's very hand in hand. It's it's really what you're doing, just two different methods of it. And uh, the way I feel about a lot of this stuff is, I, I want as many weapons as I possibly can to take something on. So you know, definitely why Absolutely. not? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. All, all right, listeners, we are uh, up against our second break here. This is going very quick today. I'm enjoying this conversation with Praying Medic, a paramedic operating in divine healing out of Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, when we come back, we have our segment where um, our guest will share a little lesson with us and tell us uh, where we can find them and do a little praying for us. So keep it locked here on the Heal the Sick podcast, and we will be back for that momentarily. Thank you for listening to the Heal the Sick podcast, presented by Dominion Fire Church. Our ministry is growing, and we would like to ask you to grow along with us. Currently, we are in need of financial support, and we are asking friends, listeners, and followers to help crowdfund this ministry on a monthly basis. If this program has blessed or inspired you, please help us to produce more and more episodes by becoming a monthly supporter of $5, $10, or whatever amount is in your heart to give. Your contribution helps us produce more programs, help the sick get healed, and also support Christian outreaches overseas. Please visit www.dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter for details and how to get started. Again, that's dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter. We thank you for your generosity and support. Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. And 
And one more time, listeners here on the Heal the Sick Podcast, Million here with you, M-I-L-L-I-A-N. Today's discussion on the Heal the Sick Podcast is with a paramedic and uh, operator of divine healing, uh, making it work together in combination. It's phenomenal. Out of Phoenix, Arizona, Praying Medic uh, joins us on the phone today. PM, uh, this is the segment where I ask people if they will share a little lesson with us, kind of what's on their heart, what's on their mind, what they're studying right now, just kind of where they're at. What can you share with us today? Yeah, um, one of the things that um, uh, I've been asking God to sort of help me understand in a, in a better way is how to heal people with mental illness. Um, most of the people who sort of follow the JGLM uh, you know, sort of track for healing, develop pretty good proficiency in healing physical illness fairly quickly. I mean, it's not rocket science. Um, once you understand your identity and once you learn that you can sort of command, uh, you know, injured joints or torn muscles or ligaments to be healed, and they are healed, <clears throat> that's, um, that's sort of the first step in the process. But uh, what I've noticed is that it's, it's a, it's a little prickier getting people uh, releasing healing from mental illness, um, things like bipolar disorder and schizophrenia and, you know, major depression, things like that, don't, typically don't respond very well to commands of healing. Uh, using power and authority doesn't seem to work as well for emotional healing and things like that. So I started asking God, you know, about a year ago, maybe a little longer than that, Okay, Lord, um, I'm getting this physical healing thing down, but I transport so many people who are depressed and suicidal and bipolar, and, and they're just, they're like at the end of their rope. What, do, what are we missing? What do we need to do to get these people healed? And um, in the span of a week, I had two or three dreams where God basically said the key to healing mental illness is love. <laughs> and that kind of challenged me because I thought, wow, well, that's, what does that mean? <laughs> you know? um, but in my subsequent dreams and, and just sort of being led by the Holy Spirit into different areas of exploring this subject, I think that a lot of people who suffer mental illness um, have been sort of victimized by the enemy at some point in their life, usually in, when they're teenagers or children. Uh, through a lack of love, either they did not experience love through their, their parents or brothers or family or whoever, where they were suffered rejection, suffered um, just abuse or neglect or whatever, and that somehow the lack of love presented an opportunity for the enemy, enemy to come in and put this mental illness thing on them. And I, I'm not exactly sure how to walk this out and how to release the healing through love. But somehow we have to find a way to let these people know that they are sincerely and truly loved, not only by the Father. I think letting them know, feel the Father's love is really important. But letting them know that we love them and they're not rejects and that they're not, um, you know, some hideous, despicable person. Because I'm sure the enemy is lying to these people left and right every day. Um, so I think... Um, Somehow, for people who want to sort of progress into healing, seeing mental illness healed, it, for the most part, I think it's an issue of 
getting them to understand how loved they are by the Father. And that will probably break the yokes of bondage of mental illness. So that's one of the things that God's been sort of teaching me about that I find challenging and interesting and something that I can pursue for a while. Um, so as you're going through this, and you mentioned earlier you've been doing a lot of work with this recently, um, are you seeing results at this point? Um, am I seeing results? It's hard for me to say whether, <laughs> whether I'm seeing okay. results. Because unfortunately, you know, I'm, I'm with a patient in, in the back of the ambulance for maybe you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes. Okay. And then I drop them off at the hospital, and I don't usually get to see them again. I don't get to follow up with them. Mm. Um, emotional healing, mental illness healing typically takes a lot longer than physical healing. Yes. Um, having dramatic uh, reversal of, you know, depression or, you know, uh, or bipolar is a difficult thing to, to judge whether there's actually been a healing manifest or not. So I can't really tell you whether or not I'm seeing breakthroughs on this. Um, I think it's too early to tell, actually. Yeah, and, and listeners, you know, a lot of this stuff, um, and, you know, like in our ministry, we've dealt with both areas as well. And, um, you know, it, a lot of times it's a work in progress. A lot of us, we, we're figuring this out. We're growing up. We're we're walking it out. And it's, it's interesting because there'll be times where you'll see something happen instantly. And other times, as uh, PM was saying, that uh, it, it takes some time. It just seems to be the way it is. And, you know, like, like everyone else in this, I wish I had all the answers, but we're, we're trying to figure them out. And it's just, uh, it's just the, the object is keep plugging on forward and keep, you know, walking the walk. And, uh, eventually it'll all come, it'll all come to pass as it's supposed to. So, uh, keep the fight up listeners. Don't ever give up. Big thing there. Uh, PM, if people would like to get in contact with you, read your blog, uh, be on alert for when your book comes out, uh, how can they get a hold of you? Do you have any like websites, social media, anything that you can share with us? I sure do. Yeah. Um, most of the people who contact me, uh, either contact me through my blog, uh, which is simply prayingmedic.com. Um, and, uh, I, I post a lot of uh, testimonies there. I post a lot of instruction and training, not only for myself, but from other people all over the world. I post a lot of video testimonies and instruction and different things. It's a really good, um, place to go for resources for healing and deliverance and in a supernatural ministry. So you can contact me there. I also have uh, two Facebook uh, personal profiles, Praying Medic and Praying Medic 2. Um, I also have a Facebook page, Praying Medic. And I'm on Twitter. And that's about it for social networking. I do have a YouTube site, but I don't upload a lot of YouTube videos uh, um, everybody else is using YouTube, and they're doing a really good job of it. And I don't—I think my my strength is really in writing. So most of my stuff is available on my blog or on my Facebook page. Um, you can contact me there. I take prayer requests. Um, I never mind, you know, helping people uh, get their a better understanding of healing, deliverance, and things like that. I think if you have a questions, you can just send me a private message or an email, and I'd be happy to get back to you. And uh, listeners, as I always tell you, if you're having any trouble at all finding any of our guests, please let us know. Uh, DominionFireChurch at gmail.com is our email address. You're welcome to send us a message, and we will point you in the right direction, and uh, we will have some contact information for our ministry a little later on. And um, PM, uh, around this time, as we're getting ready to wrap up, first thing I want to say, it has been an 
awesome, awesome experience having you here. Absolute pleasure, and I thank you for joining us. Um, as we are wrapping up this segment, I asked our guest if they will please pray for our audience for healing, for for really for anything. And as you're praying, if you come up with any word of knowledge, prophetic word, anything that comes to your heart, anything you feel the need to call out, um, you know, definitely do so. So would you please uh, wrap us up here by praying for our audience, please? I sure will. And uh, I was asking God about this, and I think I'll, I'm going to be praying a general prayer for everyone who needs healing, but I think uh, God has sort of given me a gift of faith for healing for people who have been waiting for their healing for more than five years. Um, so if that's you, just be encouraged because I believe God does want to heal you. You've been waiting, you've been seeking prayer, you've been seeking healing, and um, I think God wants to heal you today. So, Lord, I just bless your work of healing in these uh, listeners. Holy Spirit, bring your power and your presence upon them. Lord, let your glory rest upon them. I command all sickness and disease to leave. I command every evil spirit of sickness and pain and affliction to get out now. In Jesus' name, you have no right to be there. Your assignment is canceled. I command pain and sickness, disease, infection, inflammation, gone. Ligaments, tendons, bones, muscles made whole. Uh, neurologic diseases like Parkinson's and Lou Gehrig's and MS, I command you to leave right now. I command nervous systems to be healed, uh, internal organs healed, new lungs, new kidneys, in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for the awesome testimony, your healing and your power and your love, and I bless your work of healing in the lives of all the listeners, in Jesus' name. And there it is, listeners, uh, Praying Medic. You'll find him at prayingmedic.com out of uh, Phoenix, Arizona. And it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show today, PM. Thank you again. And listeners, if you would like to be in contact with us, you can find us online at dominionfire.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dominionfire. Twitter is at Dominion Fire, as well as my personal Twitter, which is at Healing Minister. And we also have a YouTube channel where we've been putting up some of our videos of demonstrating the healings and miracles, which you can find at youtube.com slash Dominion Fire Church. And there's also an Instagram account under Dominion Fire. So we are all over social media. We're easy to find. So uh, please check us out. And if you've uh, enjoyed the program and we've blessed you on here, please share uh, this content and these links with as many people as you can. And please help us spread the message of divine healing all over the face of this earth because God knows we need it. It needs to be heard and it needs to get out. So thank you for listening. Thank you for spending your time with us. Be blessed. And as we always say on the ministry, boom goes Yeshua. See you next time.